Welcome to a bonus podcast from Jono and Ben on The Hits. It's the biggest news in the world right now. Queen Elizabeth II passing away. It was a sort of early Friday morning New Zealand time. I'm across live to the UK, our UK correspondent, Gavin Gray. Good morning. Good morning, Johnny. Morning, Ben. Jeez, you just must be sick of just saying stuff out of your mouth. Not <laughs> How much talking have you done, Gavin, over the last three days? My voice is still going. That's the main thing. <laughs> yeah. You are a royal reporting machine. <laughs> New Zealand, there has been a lot of coverage on the news, just rolling coverage. Uh, I imagine it's uh, the same and more in the UK. Yeah, very much so. Uh, the BBC and indeed the main news channels recorded, I think, more than 30 million people viewing on the day of the death itself when uh, prior to the announcement and then just after the announcement of Her Majesty's death. Uh, and uh, certainly it is page-to-page coverage. It's very difficult to see any other news being covered, certainly around the UK at this particular time. Now, Prince Charles was Prince Charles. Now, King Charles has made his first speech. Uh, you know, he's done his first royal duties as king. What have you thought so far? Yeah, well, I have to say, I think um, uh, many people have warmed, actually, to Prince Charles in the last uh, few days. He has worn his emotions on his sleeve. He's looked visibly upset. He's shown to be much more human. Uh, There was one slight moment of uh, of, uh, perhaps a little temper when he was signing at the Accession Council. Yeah, Yeah, and uh, one of his uh, flunkies, dare I say, didn't remove the ink pot, which I think he was worried about spilling. And he gave him a very short shirt, uh, a look and a glance to get this thing moved now sort of thing. But uh, look, other than that, I think I think everyone thinks it's gone very well thus far. Um, There are always concerns, of course, as we approach the funeral, which we now know to be uh, in a week's time on Monday, the 19th. Plenty more to go before then. Today, uh, the Queen's Her Majesty's coffin was taken on a six hour journey driving very, very slowly in a circuitous route from Balmoral, where she passed away, to the capital of uh, Scotland, Edinburgh. And um, lots of people were lining the route, as you can imagine, to pay their respects to Her Majesty. The coffin will be flown to London on the Tuesday after a sort of commemoration service held at St. Giles Cathedral in the city of Edinburgh, at which those royals will all be present. So after the body is flown down, the Queen will then lie in state at Westminster Hall, for four days for people to pass by the closed coffin and pay their respects. And there are a lot of people paying their respects over the weekend, but I have noticed there's, there are groups of people too who weren't entirely happy with the Queen's reign and the effect that it had on their countries. Any backlash over there, Gavin Gray? Uh, there's been one or two. One radio presenter got into a lot of trouble. He is uh, black and said that no black or brown person should be mourning the death of Her Majesty. Well, he immediately got taken off air. He is a former England footballer uh, working for a sports station, and the backlash was pretty severe. And then he he did apologise and said, you know, I've said the wrong thing at the wrong time sort of thing. There has been a bit of that. There's been a bit of that abroad as well, um, with uh, uh, many people saying, you know, well, I'm afraid she stood for the empire, and the empire isn't what we liked. But I think, by and large, even looking from the UK in the slightly rose-tinted glasses of somebody who held the nation's affection, I think we'll see at the coffin, I think we'll see rather at the funeral, how so many people from around the world are coming to pay their tribute. Yeah, is she, Now, is she uh, going to be buried, cremated? Is there protocol when it comes to what happens to the body so afterwards? So it's going to be, uh, first of all, uh, there'll be service at Westminster Abbey. 
She would then be taken by a horse-drawn hearse to uh, the Wellington Arch, which is the one you see if you look out of uh, Buckingham Palace straight along the Mall, and from there by car to Windsor Castle, where she will be interred beneath the floor of St. George's Chapel in the family vaults, and that is within the grounds of Windsor Castle. And just quickly, I know you're very busy, Gavin Gray from the UK, but William, Kate out there with Harry and Meghan, all together, the four of them, uh, does that mean that maybe some of the ill feelings have been put aside? Uh, if they have, I'm afraid it's pretty minimal. I, look, I think it's a great thing, the rapprochement. Hopefully they realise they can actually talk to one another. Um, but, you know, I also hope none of this appears in Harry's forthcoming book or Meghan's forthcoming interviews about what exactly happened, because so much of this is private to the family. Not private because it's, you know, top secret sensitive, but it's just so emotional. But yes, I think the Queen would have been absolutely delighted. My sources say Prince Charles asked Prince William to approach Prince Harry. And one hour before Prince William and Kate were due to go on that walk around, he phoned Harry, invited him and Meghan. And I'm delighted to say they accepted. Megan's got a podcast, mate, and listen, we do a radio show. We know what it's like having to fill content. This will all be on our next episode. Trust us. <laughs> oh, I hope you're wrong, but I suspect it might be. And it's, it's conversations between the royals, the private ones. That's what they're so worried about. Oh, Kevin Gray, thanks so much for your time. You go off to your next interview. Oh, Keep talking, you. Gavin. Keep talking. <laughs> You've been listening to a podcast from The Hits. For more audio, search up Megan Puppets on the 3PM Pickup or Brad and Laura on the hits. Available now on the iHeartRadio app.